Moments of Encounter is a weekly live broadcast brought to you by Calvary Revival Labels through God's servant Chidebele Odeze. The teachings are focused on building the church and raising men that will do exploits in this end time. This message and many more can be downloaded from our website www.calvarywayonline.org or our Facebook and Telegram pages at Calvary Way Revival Labels. May you have a life-changing encounter as you listen. Transformation unto your life. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. With all our heart, we approach your glorious presence this evening we ask for an encounter oh God we ask for a transformation by your word we ask for the fullness of your spirit to be released unto us this evening we ask for a revelation of your word we ask that you speak to every one of us in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord.
I want to thank God for all of us that are here this evening and those of us that are connecting to us from all over the world. The Almighty God will encounter you mightily in this moment of encounter in the name of Jesus Christ. The topic we are looking at today is very important. Building faith on God's word. Romans chapter 10 verse 17 showed us that faith comes by hearing the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And so, building faith on God's word means building your faith by hearing the word of God. Because that is the only way faith can come to you. That verse is so important because it reveals so many things to us. Number one is that nobody is born with faith. Faith comes. We all came into this world without faith in God. The moment you heard the word of God, the gospel of Jesus at salvation, and you believe that word, surrendering your life to him, then you receive the salvation that he offers. That's the foundation faith. But that's not enough. If only the salvation faith that you have as a believer, you will not be able to enjoy your Christian life. Because there are several other packages that God has also made available for every believer. And each of them must come to you by faith, by hearing the word of God in that aspect. Divine health, faith for divine health can only come to you by hearing the word of God on divine health. Divine prosperity, faith for divine prosperity, faith for divine protection, Faith for receiving anything from God can only come to you by hearing the word. That is why we said, if it is only just the foundation faith you have, you know, it's just like a man that has laid foundation. You need to start building. You need to begin to hear the word on these other areas. That is why sometimes you see that a, a believer born again, speaking in tongues, is suffering from sickness. It's not because, you know, sickness has not been dealt with by Jesus. The Bible says, by his stripes we are healed. That believer may even uh, heard, must have heard that scripture or read it several times. But that will show you that reading the Bible and or hearing preaching is not equivalent to hearing the word of God. Because there are several believers I have met 
they know the Bible says by his stripes I am healed. But they have never had the faith to live in divine health. You know why? They have not heard the word of God. The word of God, you know, hearing the word of God in this context is not just listening to a message or reading the Bible or studying the Bible or reading Christian book. But, you know, hearing the voice of God speaking to you personally. Sometimes we call it a revelation of the word of God. When you are studying the Bible personally, you know, you will hear God, you know, speaking to you. It comes like a, a sharp thought, a revelation thought, opening your eyes to what you don't know before. That is how God speaks to his children. And when that word of God comes to you, you will discover that faith to believe that word will come to you. The reason why several of us are still, you know, lagging behind in several aspects of Christianity is because the word of God has not come to us. We have not heard it sp spoken to us in those areas. Now, faith for winning the battles of life, faith for doing exploits for God, all of them can only come to you when you hear the word of God. All the men that God used in the scripture. We studied Abraham last week. You know, for Abraham to take a step, he has heard the word. All the exploits of faith that he did was because he heard God spoke. In the book of Isaiah chapter 6, you notice that he has prophesied you know, from 1 to 5. But chapter 6, God encountered him and he heard the voice of the Lord for the first time. That hearing the word of God brought a total change in his ministry, in his work. John the Baptist remained in the wilderness for several years until the word of the Lord came to him in Luke chapter 3. And the moment he heard the word of the Lord, he moved out and began to preach what he heard. And the Bible recorded that the whole Jerusalem and all the cities of Israel, they went to him in the wilderness, including, you know, soldiers and tax collectors. Everywhere we are closed for that period, everybody was going to the wilderness. They abandoned the temple because a man has a head the word of God. The truth is that, you know, when you hear the word of God, just one word from God, I'm not talking about just reading Bible. We read Bible is a means of hearing, but you can read Bible but you, without hearing the word of God. You can study Bible without hearing the word of God. You can listen to a message, you can read books, without hearing the word of God. And one of the things we are to look we will be looking at this evening because if we are to build faith, we must master how to hear the word of God, how to hear the voice of God speaking to us personally to 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 direct our life, to feed our life. It's so important that as a Christian, 
that you are hearing the, the voice of the Lord, the word of God speaking to you. You know, in the Old Testament, God speaks audibly to, to those men. But now for us that are in the New Testament, He is speaking to us by His Spirit in our spirit. That's the major way God speaks to us. That's why 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 said that, you know, eyes has not seen, ears has not heard. It has not entered into the heart of man what God has prepared for those who love him. But he has revealed it to us by, by the Holy Spirit, by his spirit. Where is the Holy Spirit? He is inside our spirit. So that's how we hear God's word. You know, even when you have visions or dreams, Satan can give you dreams. Satan can give you vision. He can give you prophecy. But what will make you to know that this particular dream or vision or prophecy is coming from God is that the Spirit of God will bear witness in your own spirit that this one is God speaking to you. When you wake up from that dream and you say, Lord, are you the one that is showing me this? If it's coming from him, he will talk to you. So he will always back everything by his word. As a Christian, you know, if you are going to make progress in your Christian life, if you are going to grow spiritually, if you are going to grow in your faith, you must be a man that is regularly and clearly hearing the word of God, the voice of God, always speaking and talking to you in your spirit now but that's not the case for many many believers some believers i have encountered some believers that say that they don't hear from god i remember one brother telling me that ah if i can only hear from god like you are hearing let god just speak to me let him forget about doing i will do but let me just hear there are believers like that there are others that they hear from God but they hear from God occasionally once in a while after several days and weeks and all of that you know you will hear one that is not supposed to be the life of a growing and a progressing Christian there are some of us I have heard stories of some believers he will tell you that I opened the Bible to do my quiet time and everywhere every, every place, I, uh, place I opened was dry I couldn't see anything some have asked that question. They say, when you come to do quiet time and you did not see anything or receive anything, what are you going to write? You know, these are, you know, experiences of several believers. They, they, the word of God seems to be scarce. When they open the Bible, it seems as if it is closed. And some will still manage to write something. Maybe just to fulfill all righteousness. I pray for you that God will help you from today. To become a man, a woman that is regularly and clearly hearing his word. Because that is his plan for us. Now look at it this way. If faith comes by hearing the word of God. The truth is that if you are hearing the word of God regularly. If you are hearing the word of God often, more frequently. Your faith will grow faster. You will grow faster in your faith compared to the man that is not hearing the word regularly and often. And that is why you must desire to hear this word from God always. 
Now, we are going to look at why is it that many believers, many people really hear the word of God. And I want us to take a very simple illustration with what we are doing now. Now, I am talking from here in Enugu. And there are several of us that are hearing me from various parts of the world. Now, why and how is that possible? There are four things that make that this to be possible. For you to be hearing me clearly where you are now, you must have, number one, gotten a phone that has internet, that can connect to the internet, an internet-enabled phone. And you must have data in that phone on now. If not, you will not hear me. Number two, you must have a good network, communication network around where you are now. If you don't have a good network, it is not possible for you to hear me. Number three, you must have connected to the internet radio link, Mix LR, that, you know, will connect you to what we are doing now. If you have a phone and you have a good network where you are, and you did not click on that, you know, address of internet radio link that will connect you to what, what we are doing now, you will not be able to hear me still. That's number three. Then number four, the environment where you are, if there are noise or noises, people are making noise or shouting, and you, you, you are hearing something from your phone, the truth is that the noise of the people where you are will still prevent you from hearing what we are saying from here. Now, these are four conditions that made it possible for you to be hearing me. And I want to tell us that the same way, those that will be hearing from God regularly and often must meet these four conditions. God is speaking 24 hours. The word of God is always going on. To those, Jesus sometimes he will always say, he that has ear to hear, let him hear. Because as for speaking, he is speaking. Every time he is speaking to address several things in the life of his children. But those that are hearing him regularly, they are the people that have met these four conditions of hearing him. And I want us to look at them, you know, one by one. Number one, you must have an internet-enabled phone with data on. That condition is representing somebody who must be born again. If you are not a born-again Christian, if your spirit has not received life from the Holy Spirit, we call it regeneration of your spirit. The truth is that you will not be able to hear anything from God so many people don't hear from God. Unbelievers, they don't hear from God because their spirit is not alive. They have soul, they have body, but their spirit is dead towards God. What happens at the point of being born again is when the Holy Ghost comes upon you at that point, he gives life, he quickens your spirit and then you will, you know, become regenerated. That's what can make you 
to communicate with God because the life of God is now in your spirit. You can now hear from Him. And not only that, you know, we say you must have a phone on with data. That data is also, it also implies that you must be filled with the Holy Ghost. Baptism with the Holy Ghost is also, you know, part of this first condition. And the truth is that there are so many people that are born again, they are not hearing from God. The reason is that it doesn't take only one condition to hear from God. Eh? There was a man that Jesus healed in John chapter 9, and the Pharisees were throwing questions to him up and down. And he spoke to them very powerful word in verse 31. Look at John chapter 9, verse 31. The man said, Now we know that God heareth not sinners. But if any man be a worshipper of God and doeth his will, him he heareth. Now, did you observe that sometimes that somebody, you, maybe you called somebody with your phone, you notice that the person is hearing you, and but you are not hearing the person. Or maybe you are hearing the person, but the person is not hearing you. You know, that means that is either the, the, the conditions of communication are not met. Maybe there is no network where you are, or there is no network where the person is, depending. So, the first condition is that you must have life, the life of God in your spirit by being born again. And But we are saying that that is not yet enough. The second condition is that there must be a good communication network around where you are. There must be God's communication network coverage around your life. If you are to be hearing what God is saying. Like we have said, okay, a brother called me this afternoon. He said that he has to leave his house and move to you know, a distance before he can you know, get network to talk with me. That is to say, if I have, I have maybe if he has called me from his house, he will not be able to talk to me because there's no network coverage there. So, in the same way, if God's communication network is not covering you, covering where you are, it will hinder you from hearing what God is saying. You can only talk to him. You can only talk to him. But you will not be able to hear from him. Because the network around you, where you are, is not uh, connected. Now, how do we get God's communication network around our life? So that you will be hearing anything that God is saying. Anytime you open your Bible, listen, it's possible to open your Bible anytime, any day, and get revelation from the Word of God. Is the experience of so many that sometimes they will open the Bible, they will not see anything. If you have God's you know, communication network around you, you will always get revelation. You will always hear God speak to you. Now, there are you know, things that we must do 
to attract God's communication network around our life always. Apart from being born again, which is number one condition, you must maintain a life of righteousness by continual abiding in Christ. I want us to read 1 John chapter, chapter 2. 1 John chapter 3. Turn your Bibles to 1 John chapter 3. Verse 5 and verse 6. And you know that he was manifested to take away our sins. And in him is no sin. Whosoever abiding in him sinneth not. Whosoever sinneth has not seen him, neither known him. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. Verse 8. He that committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. Now, look at that verse carefully. Verse, verse 5 said, We know that Christ was manifested to take away our sin. And in him is no sin. Second Corinthians 5.17 said that we are in Christ. And by the reason of that, we are new creatures. But it's not just being in Christ at the point of being born again, but remaining in him, abiding in him. Verse 6 says, Whosoever abideth in him, sinneth not. Why? Because in him there is no sin. Before you sin while you are in Christ, while you are in him, you have to move out. Before you will tell lie and lose God's communication network around your life. Before you will fight or quarrel with somebody and lose God's communication network around your life, you must move out of him. Are you getting that? So, it is by abiding in him that you will be able to maintain a life of righteousness because the communication network of God covers a man that is living a righteous life the moment you begin to live in sin tell lies compromise with sin here and there you know watch pornography commit masturbation and all of that you will notice that the God's communication network around your life will go you will stop hearing from God. Again, Isaiah 59, verse 1 and 2 said something very serious. Isaiah 59, verse 1 and 2. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, neither his ear heavy that he cannot hear. Verse 2, but your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you, that he will not hear. Look at what sins and iniquity is doing there. They are separating, they are pushing. You know, they, there is a force that sin uses to push a man, separate a man from God's communication network. Eh? The moment a man begin to commit sin, the Bible says it's not even God that is saying, I want to take away my network from you. He said that sin will create a resistance. We create, there is a force that will begin to push you away from the communication network of God. And then you begin to have problem hearing from God. Sometimes you notice that you know, somebody will be making a call and you'll be hearing what the person is saying. Maybe somebody is calling you. At the time, you stop hearing. Does it happen to you? 
the thing just stopped and you will be saying hello hello you can't hear anything what is it what is it that has happened the network has just left that's how god's network around a man's life lives the moment he begins to entertain lustful thoughts in his heart the moment he begins to entertain any kind of negative thoughts in his heart so we have to be careful to make sure that we are living in the circumference of god's network by maintaining a life of righteousness and holiness that is when we will continue to hear the word of god and continue to build our faith in him again to attract god's communication network to where you are you must be a man that has established practically the lordship of jesus christ over your life i want us to read a popular scripture first corinthians chapter 6 first corinthians chapter 6 verse 19 and verse 20 what know you not that your body is the temple of the holy ghost which is in you which you have of god and you are not your own for you are bought with a price therefore glorify god in your body and in your spirit which are god's that scripture is showing us that you are bought with a price. You are not your own. You don't belong to yourself. Somebody owns your life. You know, many times we see somebody say, I have received Jesus into my life as my Lord. Yet, you notice that in practical terms, you are still the Lord of your life. You are still the one that is dictating and directing what you are doing. You are not following the leadership of the Spirit of God. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8 verse 14, As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are what? The sons of God. You know, until you come to that point where everything you do, everything you say, is as a result of the leadership of the Holy Spirit in your life, that is when you will be able to maintain God's communication network around your life proverbs 35 to 6 says trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path in all your ways acknowledge the lord ask him what to do before you take the step let him be the one that is directing every step of your life you know, we sing a lot of things in song, but we don't practice it. There's a song that says, Lord, I give you my heart, I give you my soul, I live for you alone. You know, uh, every, every step that I take, every moment of the way, come and have your way in me. Can you take a time and, you know, look at the weddings of that song? When you raise the song here now, you see everybody will start singing and the keyboard is playing. You see yourself dancing. After singing, you drop it there. What does he mean? I give you my, my heart. I give you my soul. And I live for you alone. That is, you are the only reason for my life. Is it not what Second Corinthians 5 verse 14 said? He said, you know, that he died for all. Verse 15. That those of us who live should no longer live for ourselves. But live for him that has died for us and rose again. That is to say, the only reason why you are alive 
is not to please yourself. It is not to please your relations or friends. It is to please God. It is so that God will be happy with your life whenever he looks at your life. So, if you come to that point where you are saying, I live for you alone. You are the only reason why I'm living. You know, say every step that I take. What is the meaning of every step? He said, in all your ways, I am, do not lean on your understanding. You know, don't use your brain to detect what to do. Acknowledge him. You know, and every moment of the way, come and have your way. Do you know what it means that God has, has his way, not your way? No wonder Jesus said, if any one of you will come after me, let him do what? Deny himself. Because you cannot actually be living by yourself. Be guided by your flesh. And you expect God's communication network to be around your life. To be a man that will always have this network. Hearing from God always. Hearing the word of God always. You must be a man that is living in the spirit. And walking in the spirit. A man that is you know, always depending on the Lord. Asking him for direction before you take any decision. Again. To attract God's communication network to where you are, always, so that you can always hear the word of God and hear from God and thereby build your faith. You must not love the world or conform to the standard and the systems of the world. First John chapter 2, verse 15 says, Do not love the world or the things that are in the world. He say, If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And then Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12 verse 1 said, I beseech you therefore, my beloved brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You, you, you cannot be a, a man that is loving the world and the, the things of the world, the ways of the world, and expect God's communication network to be around your life. No. God said, do not love the world. Don't follow their pattern. The world has standard. They have custom in everything. They have a way of dressing. They have their mindset behind it. They have a way of mar getting married. They have their mindset behind it. They have a way of burial. They have their mindset behind it. All the customs and traditions around, you see that people are trying to uphold. They are all part of the world system. If you study them very well, you notice that all of them are contradicting the word of God. So you can't hear the word of God when you are, you know, living contrary to the word. If your life is in line with the word system, if you are following their pattern, the Bible calls Satan several places the God of this world. What is the meaning of that? That all the patterns you are seeing in the world, all the fashion, all the systems that keep coming out, they are Satan's generated idea. He influences the mind of people by putting those things in their mind and they will begin to bring it out and they say this one is what is raining now and you see yourself running helter skelter to meet up with what is raining in the world you must not conform to the 
standard of the world. You must, you know, get transformed by renewing your mind with the word of God. It is when you are totally separated from the world system and their ways that you will secure permanently the communication network of God around your life. And again, to attract God's communication network to where you are always, you must be a man that is doing the word of God that you have heard. There are several people that are always hearing the word of God. They will attend programs they will hear. They will attend conferences they will hear. Retreats they will hear. They will listen to messages but they never do. James chapter 1 verse 22 says, But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own self. For if any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholding himself and goeth his way and straight away forgeteth what manner of man he was. Verse 25. But whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the word, this man shall be blessed in his deed. If you, are, you have heard the word of God before and you have not put that word you had into practice, the truth is that you, you, that your attitude will block God from speaking to you. It will block you from hearing from God. Because God doesn't like to waste his word. He likes to speak to the man that hears and does. So you must be a man that has made up your mind. If you are saying, I want God to speak to me, I want to hear from God, you must be a man that has made up your mind that every word of God that you know, everything that God has spoken to you in the time past, whether from the scripture or he spoke to you personally, go back and begin to practice them. By doing that, you are securing the communication network of God around your life. Now, let's look at the third condition that you must meet if you are to be hearing regularly from God. Number one, we have seen that you must have a, you must be born again. You must be a child of God. You must, you know, be someone that is filled with the Spirit of God. You know, but that's not enough. There are other conditions that secures the communication network around that your phone. So that when you connect, you will be able to begin to hear. But that's not enough. The third one, it says you must connect to the link. There is a particular link that you must click Everybody that is hearing my voice now, you clicked on a particular link that connected you to what I am saying. So that particular clicking, what it is referring to is the condition of your heart. It is the, the heart that you hear God. You connect to God by your heart and with your heart. Please listen very, very carefully to this very point because this is where many of us we normally miss it. The heart is the organ of connection with which you hear from God. And when I'm talking about the heart, I'm talking about the spirit. Man is made up of spirit, soul, and body. The spirit man is the, 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 the ear. There is a ear called intuition 
of the spirit with which you hear God. But now, if the heart condition generally is not good, the truth is that you will not be able to connect to hear. So, you must first of all make sure that the, your heart condition is good. Jesus was talking about the sower sowing in Mark chapter 4 from verse 14 to 20. And he described four kinds of hearts. Number one is the wayside heart. A heart that is being distracted. A heart that cannot concentrate. How do you know such heart? He said, the moment the word fell on that heart, the devil came and picked the word. That is to say, that heart cannot retain the word of God. That heart is too exposed to the devil. That heart is, you know, so distracted. It's so, so, a lot of, a lot of, you know, anything that is on the wayside has a lot of distraction. People can always come around and drop something, say, ah, since your house is by the roadside, let me drop something and go. And that's how, if your heart is, way, is wayside, you see a lot of things coming into your heart and blocking your heart from retaining the word of God that you have heard. And then he talked about the, 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 the stony heart. The stony heart is when a man has formed opinions about everything. Your heart is already rigid concerning everything. Even when you are hearing the word of God, you already have your own version of what you are hearing. And in fact, some people, when they are reading Bible, you see them, they are reading their mind into the Bible because their mind has already set, has already formed on what this word should be. So such kind of heart can never connect. Even when you click, you want to connect to, to, to that link, you will notice that with your heart being, you know, stony, hard, hardened in your personal opinion, in your own view about the issue, about the matter, you know, you will not be able to connect or link to God in order to hear what God is saying to you. And then he also described the uh, thorny heart, the heart that is filled with thorns. And Jesus said, these are, a, these are hearts that are, you know, filled with the cares of this life, legitimate cares of this life. Cares about, you know, I want to get money. I want my business to, to grow. I want, my, I want to get married. I want this and that. A lot of cares. First Peter chapter 5 verse 7 says, Casting your cares on him, for he careth for you. When you allow these cares to settle in your heart, and you see your heart being, you know, filled with the cares of life, you will notice that the you can never hear from God. You cannot connect, even when you want to connect. It's a cares of life and deceitfulness of riches. How does riches deceive? If you have, if you say, oh God, I want to have 50,000 naira. The moment 50,000 naira enters your, your pocket, you, you notice that 50,000 naira will not be enough to meet your need. And you start praying and say, God, I wish that you have made it. Thank you for 50,000. I wish that you have made it 100,000. You know, you will notice that there is no amount of riches that a man has that will ever be enough to satisfy his heart. No wonder God said, let, let your treasures be laid in heaven. In Matthew chapter 6, look at Matthew chapter 6 verse 19. Jesus was instructing the disciples. He said, lay not up for yourself treasures on the earth. 
do not store up for yourself treasures on the earth where moth and thief and rust are destroying but lay up for yourself treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust does corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal can we read verse 21 together one to go for where your treasure is there will your heart be also where your treasure is there will your heart be also can you imagine that that what will connect your heart to God is if your treasure is in God if God is your treasure if you have stored up your treasure in heaven you have by doing that taking your heart to heaven eh? if you have stored up your treasure in heaven by doing that your heart is connected to God listen carefully this is a very very you know, silent point on hearing from God many many believers wonder why they don't get revelations from the word of God the reason one of the major reasons I say maturism is what we are looking at now. If you, if you know the story that Jesus told in Luke chapter 16, the story about the unjust steward, when he ended that story, he began to give the disciples instructions in verse, from verse 9. He said, I say to you, make to yourself, Luke 16 verse 9, friends of mammon of unrighteousness, that when you fall, they may receive you into everlasting habitation. He that is faithful in that which is least is also faithful in much. And he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much. If therefore, please look at verse 11 carefully. If therefore you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches. The greatest, re, re, the greatest you know, wealth that a man can have in this world is God's word. Do you know that when a man has God's word, he has everything? How do I know? In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. By the word, every other thing you are seeing that you, are, you can see, you can feel, you can touch on the earth, we are, we are created. Hebrew 11 verse 3 told us that by the word of God, everything that you can see came into being. So, the word of God, if the word of God come to you, the word of God can create wealth. The word of God can create anything at all. The the greatest rich, the true riches that Jesus is talking about here, the major riches that Jesus is referring to here is the word of God, the revelation of the word of God. And he said that before God can commit this word to you, you must be a man that is faithful in the unrighteous mammon. <laughs> Some Christians, you will eat 
your tithe and you will come back and say God open my eyes to see your word you are supposed to give your planned giving your stewardship token you didn't give that you say ah I don't have enough and you come back you say God I want to see your word the spirit of God prompted you give something to that widow give something to support the work of God now do you know what Jesus said in verse 9 he said I am giving you my disciples advice use money to win souls so that when you die the souls that you you won will welcome you in your everlasting habitation they will form a welcoming you know people that will receive you into your eternal home in heaven I don't have time to explain you know the mystery in that verse but unfaithfulness in financial stewardship is when a man is not you know allowing God to direct the use of his money eh? you know I there are a lot of arguments people make about giving they say uh, should a Christian pay tight or not pay tight and all of that listen you know, Jesus, if you study the book, the four Gospels, uh, um, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you will notice that when he was teaching the disciples, he concentrated in telling them that if you are to be my disciple, you must forsake everything you have. You must give me your all. Not even 10%. But in Matthew 23-23, when he was talking to the Pharisees, he told them, you people are paying tight. I am not discouraging you from paying tight. Continue. But make sure that you are keeping other weightier matters of the law. So if, you, if I am to stand where Christ is standing on this, I want to tell you that he is not discouraging tight payers. Of course, there is always blessing for every kind of giving. If you give tight, there is a blessing marked out for tithing. If you go to Malachi 3, 8 to 12, you see blessings of tithing listed. If you give to the men of God, you know, servants of God, there are blessings. He said, if, if, anyone, if anybody give a cup of cold water to any of you that are my disciples, for, this, for my sake, he will not lose his reward. If you give for the sake of the Gospels, in Mark 10, from verse uh, uh, 28 to 30, he said, whatever you give for the sake of the gospel you will have it hundredfold in this life there is always a blessing mapped out for every kind of giving now when you are not faithful as a Christian in financial stewardship you are not giving God is not yet the Lord over your money you are still the Lord over your money when your salary comes or when your gain from your business comes you still spend it the way you want or you save it the way you want you are not asking him to direct you I want to tell you you will not be connecting well your connection will have problem because the truth is that Jesus said he, he, he can never trust you with true riches do you want to be having constant revelation from the world do you want to be hearing from God always remember that it is not one thing are, are you following me it is not one thing but the truth is that they are working like a system in a system let's say a vehicle 
If one wire remove head from a vehicle, the whole vehicle will not move. That's how these things are working. That's why sometimes you see yourself, you say, but I'm, I am trying to live righteously. I'm not uh, you know, telling lies and all of that. But you are not faithful in financial stewardship. That's why hearing from God will still be a problem. You are not yet meeting the conditions. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. And that means that for you to keep rising in faith, building your faith, you must be a man. You see, many of us, we are helpless. When you face sickness, you cannot, you know, overcome it because you don't have the word of God. You have not heard God spoke to you that scripture that you are reciting. That's why you recite it is empty by his stress. I'm healed. Yet, you notice that you are not living in victory over sickness. You are not living in victory. Some of us are afraid, even when you know all the scriptures on divine protection. Why and how? Because you read, you read Psalm 91, yet you have not heard God spoke to Psalm 91 to you. For faith to come, you must hear God. And one way is that you must connect. And one thing that connects our heart is your pocket. Your pocket. This is one of the areas that man is always having problem with God. But I pray that God will deliver somebody today in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, the fourth. Okay, apart, uh, apart from getting your heart to be in the proper condition, the connection of the heart itself must be by undistracted and concentrated meditation on God and on His Word. Undistracted and concentrated meditation on God and on his word. Ah, if you are not paying attention, let's say you are listening to this word now and a call enter your phone. You will notice that before you finish answering the call or maybe trying to get everything calm down, you have missed something already. And maybe what you miss may be what you need at that point in time. Undistracted and concentrated meditation on the word of God. Joshua 1 verse 8 said, This book of the Lord shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night. You know, when I was reading that scripture before, I was thinking that the Bible is saying you should read Bible day and night. And I was wondering how somebody can read Bible day and night. Until I began to look at it, I noticed that he didn't say you should read Bible day and night. He said you shall do what? Meditate. Meditate. Is it possible for somebody to meditate on the word of God throughout the day? And meditate on the word of God throughout the night? Yes. Even when you are sleeping. How? If you have meditated on the word of God throughout the day, by the time you sleep, your soul will begin to dream the word of God. Some of us, some of us that are listening to me, when you get into the dream, you see yourself committing immorality. You see all kinds of impurity. You see all kinds of manipulation around your soul, around your dream. You see witches and wizards manipulating you, taking you to their covers, giving you food, giving you meat, and giving you a drink. After you finish eating, you will just drink the thing, and then you wake up. All kinds of pollutions. Do you know why? You have not connected your heart to meditate actively on the word of God throughout the day. 
how to connect. That's clicking on the link. Is linking your heart to God by always meditating on His Word. Is possible. I have seen it happen. I have practiced that too. Now look at Proverbs chapter 4 quickly. There are many scriptures on that, but I want you to see two or more before we leave. Proverbs chapter uh, chapter 4 verse 20 to 22. My son, attend to my word. That's pay attention to my words. Incline thy ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thy eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life unto those that find them. And health to all their flesh. And when you read verse 23, what did he say? Can we read verse 23 together? What did he say? Keep thy heart with all diligence. Why? For out of it are the what? Issues of life. Listen carefully. The meditations of your heart, your heart will meditate on what you you have fed it with. By what you saw, by the things you were watching, all those short, short videos you are watching on WhatsApp now, all those uh, things you are hearing, our hearts, eh, has no capacity to meditate on anything until you feed your heart with that. So if you want your heart to be on the word of God throughout the day, let it be that it's only the word of God that you have fed your heart with. You have read the word, you have, you know, meditated on you have studied the word, you have if you are you know some of us some of you say you are a Christian and then you are still watching films that unbelievers acted. By the time you finish watching their film, you will start meditating. That's the truth. Anything you watch, anything you see, the eyes and the ear are the gateway to the heart. So, for the heart to meditate, see, you know, you know some of you that are somehow, you, sometimes you see yourself thinking immoral thoughts. Sometimes you see yourself thinking lustful thoughts, and you say, "Ah, I'm not supposed to think like this." Those thoughts does not come to you; just they didn't fly from the air. They entered your heart by what you have looked at, by what you have heard, by what you have read. To keep your heart on God and on His Word, then make sure that you are actively focusing your heart on the Word of God. Reading the Word of God, there are messages from sound preachers. Keep your ear listening to them. Watch Christian films, films that are acted by people that are filled with the Holy Ghost. You will see that your meditation all through the day will be on the Word. And that is connection with him. By the time you are meditating on him and on his word, you will hear God talking to you in the bedroom. You will enter the bedroom to take your bath. You will hear the spirit of God speaking mysteries to you. You will be sleeping. God will be showing you things. When you wake up, you say, sit down. That's how it happens to me many, many times. He says, sit down. Let me tell you what I have shown you now. And he began to explain that. I remember on a on, on, in an occasion, you know, he showed me so many things in the dream. I woke up, he said, Don't stand up, just be lying down. I will teach you everything that I have shown you. And he, he explained everything. And when he finished, he said, Oh, yeah, stand up and write them down. When your heart is fed with the word of God, when you take that's where our work comes in now. 
you must be deliberate about this in making sure that you are fixing your heart listening you know uh, reading studying the word so that you can always get connected feed your heart with what it will meditate on always and then before i leave that point to touch the last point shake also jeremiah chapter 23 look at jeremiah chapter 23 verse 18 he talked about standing in the council of the lord verse 18 says for who has stood in the council of the lord and has perceived and heard his word who has marked his word and heard it standing in the council of the lord waiting upon the lord causes a man to hear the word of the lord verse 22 said but if they had stood in my council they they would have caused my people to hear my word then they would have turned them from their evil way and from the evil of their doings when you are you have learned what does it mean to stand in the council of the lord simply to meditate on the word of god to keep your heart meditating day and night on the word someone said blessed is the man that does not sit in the seat of the ungodly he does not sit in the seat of scoffers or walk in the castle of ungodly he said but his delight is in the word of god in his word in his law he meditates day and what that is the delight of his heart that is the joy of his heart the word of god has captured his heart he meditates unconsciously on it. Read Psalm 119. You will see David, a king. You will see David meditating. He said, Seven times I have meditated on your word. I have kept the, 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 the watches of the night so that I will meditate on your word. You see David saying, I am keeping midnight so that I will meditate on your word. No wonder he became such a man of faith. No wonder he did the kind of exploit he did. At that age, he came into the, 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 the camp of Israel and saw Goliath and said, what? Where is that faith coming from? Go and read Psalm 119. You will see how the faith of David came about. He is a man that kept hearing God. He's a prophet. Hearing from God makes you a prophet. There's no other way to be a prophet or prophetess. When you, you see God telling you deep things, mysteries about your life, about, about people's life, because you are always connected. You are linked to the frequency of heaven. You are connected to the, the, the frequency. And so you see yourself always hearing. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. For you to build your faith, you must not joke with hearing the word of God. And the heart to connect must be correct. And the connecting itself, which is meditating on the word, must be very, very active day and night. Now, the last condition referring to making sure that there is no noise in the environment. Like we said, if I am talking now and you are listening where you are, and there are people shouting and making noise, you can't hear me. That is referring to the condition of your soul, the noises in your soul your your mind your soul is made up of your mind your emotions and your will now if your your heart your mind is full of wandering thoughts 
you know, distracted thoughts. You notice that this will form a noise around your soul that you cannot hear what God is saying. And not only that, you know, the emotion, there are two, two, two emotions that you are permitted to have as a Christian. And they are referred to in the uh, fruit of the Holy Spirit. Say the fruit of the Holy Spirit is love, joy, peace. I think there are three. Love, joy, peace. That, that, that should be the normal condition of your heart. If your heart, there is worry in your heart, there is fear in your heart, there is doubt in your heart, there is anger in your soul. These are noises that will hinder you from hearing the word of God. Now, has it happened to you that sometimes you wanted to pray as you are praying, you notice that your heart is on something else. Maybe as a student, you had a, a missing result or you had a carryover. And then that day you came back to pray. And as you are praying, what do you notice? The following morning, you say, let me do quiet time. You want to do quiet time. What is happening? Your heart cannot connect. Because there are noises around your heart. That thing, that event, that situation, that circumstance around your life has formed a loud noise. Something happened in your family. Something happened to your maybe money or anybody at all. These things create noise in your heart that you cannot hear God. God is still speaking, but you cannot hear because these are noises. You must be able to clear these noises for you to be able to hear the word of God. For you to catch revelation. Oh, by Jesus said to Satan, man shall not live by bread alone but by what? by every word that comes out fresh from the mouth of God that's how to live you know when your, your, your heart is full of noise you notice that you can't be fed by the word and you see yourself you know being your heart your soul will be lean your soul will be hungry because you have not fed it with the word of God now how do we get our heart cleared of these noises so that we will be quiet in our in our spirit, quiet in our especially our soul. There are three I have here, which I will quickly share with us. Number one, you know, when you notice that your heart is being disturbed and distracted by so many things, one way to get connected is by worship. Begin to worship God. Just let your heart worship Him. Worship Him in songs. If you read Isaiah chapter 30, Isaiah chapter 30, verse 29, he said, he said, you shall have a song as in the night when a holy solemnity is kept and gladness of heart as when one goeth with a pipe to come into the mountain of the Lord to the mighty one of Israel. Verse 30, and the Lord shall cause his glorious voice to be heard. When there was a song in verse 29, the Lord shall cause his glorious voice to be heard. Singing, worshiping, worshiping God in songs is one way to, to put your heart in the mood, to quieten the noises in your soul. And you know, there are also speaking in tongues. Paul said in 1 Corinthians verse 14, 13, say, when I speak in an unknown tongue, my mind Verse 13, he said, let him that praise in tongue 
speak in tongue, pray that he will interpret. Let him that speak in tongue pray that he will interpret. I met that scripture recently. And I noticed that I have never prayed that I will interpret. Even when I'm speaking in tongue. And then verse 14 said, He that when you are praying with an unknown tongue, your mind is unfruitful, but your spirit is praying. Now, one way to, to, to quieting your soul is to switch to the spirit. Begin to pray in tongues. As you are praying in tongue, if you pray in tongue for the next 30 minutes or one hour, you will notice that every noise in your soul will die. Your, your soul will be quiet. Your spirit will be connected. So, you just practice it. Anytime you notice that you are not connecting, there are noises around hindering you from hearing. Noise of problems that are around you. Noise of disappointment that you witness. Noise of, you know, one thing or the other. One anxiety or the other coming up in your heart to worry you. Begin to pray in tongues. Pray for one hour, at least one hour. You will notice that after that one hour of tonguing, your heart will be quiet. You see yourself connected. Sometimes you may not reach one hour. You will notice that you are linked. You, you start hearing something. Remember, worship is powerful. Sometimes, but not sometimes, most times, as I'm worshiping with God, it's a two-way communication. As I'm worshiping God, at the same time I'm worshiping, singing, I am hearing Him in my heart. It's, we call it duplex communication in electronics engineering. As you are talking, talking, He's responding immediately. So, because your, your heart, your heart is quiet. There is no noise. Again, reading out the Bible loud. Read the Bible out to your hearing. When you notice that your heart are battered and shattered by problems and troubles, begin to read the Bible to your own hearing. Do you know the way they read Bible lesson in the church? Don't try to meditate because at that time, because if you try to meditate, your mind is full of noise. It will quickly move to that man that you know disappointed you. You know, he proposed to you after two years of courtship, he disappointed you. The moment you want to, you know meditate, your mind will quickly move there. That is a noise. Don't meditate. Just begin to read. You notice that if you read the Bible like that, the way you read lesson in the church, just read it out to yourself. If you read that that way for a long time, maybe say 30 minutes or one hour, your, those noises will end. These are ways to handle it. And the truth is that listen, if somebody is out of his mind, if there is there are people, you know people that sometimes they begin to have disturbance in their mind. These are also solutions. This threatening I mentioned. If you notice that there are times I've met several brothers, they will come and say, ah, so I don't know, I'm, I'm full of fears, or I'm full of doubt. Somebody just, an atheist, just say something that is making me, these are the cure. You notice that your, your, your mind is rebelling, your mind is, you know, going wide. You can use these things to cure your mind. Read out the Bible loud. Medita um, sing worship song. This must be prolonged in a prolonged manner. And pray in tongues in a prolonged manner. You will notice that this, those noises will end. And you will hear God. I want to conclude by asking you to shake your, your life. You know, sometimes we blame God. We say, ah, God is not speaking to me. It's a lie. God is speaking to you. Look at these four conditions. Do you have an internet connected phone that has data? Are you born again? Are you 
baptized in the Holy Ghost. Now, do you have God's communication network around your life? We know things that brings this network close to you. We have studied it. Do you have these things? These conditions are they around your life? And then number three, your heart, the organ of connection, is it in good condition? And then, do you connect by meditating on the word day and night? Or are you being distracted by social media, by worldly films, by so many things, and then after all of that, you came back and say, I'm not hearing from God. No. And then, how have you handled the noises that are always in the soul? Noise of you know things that we meet sometimes in the morning after you finish doing your quiet time you will feel god all over you but before you come back in the evening you have met so many things that has taken away your heart so many problems and disappointments you need to return back your heart you need to calm those noises using this way meanwhile if you are guarding your heart with all diligence those noises may never enter in the first place let us pray i want you to begin to you know Talk to the Lord concerning your life. <laughs> For you to be able to overcome in this season, you need faith. For your Christian life to be, you know, balanced, you need faith. For you to, you know, do exploits for God, you need faith. But faith cannot come any other way apart from hearing the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Will you begin to talk to the Lord now? Over your hearts, over your life. Those of us that, let's start with the first condition. You are connected, you are listening to us, but you know you are not born again. Or you are here. You know you have not gotten the life. Your spirit is not yet regenerated or connected to the Lord. The life of God is not in your spirit. And if the life of God is not in your spirit, you will not be able to communicate with him because it takes two beings of the same life to communicate and hear each other. Will you respond to him now? And say to the Lord, I need this life. Some of us, you were born again before, but you have lost the life. Will you rededicate your life to him now? And say, I come to you, O Lamb of God. I come to you, O Lamb of God. Why the rest of the people are praying? Those of you that want to rededicate your life to the Lord, you are not sure of your salvation. You are not sure that you are saved. You are not baptized in the Holy Ghost. And you want that to happen. Now in your life, wherever you are, just say these prayers after me so that you can experience this salvation that comes by faith, you know, and the baptism of the Spirit. Help, Lord Jesus, I thank you for dying for me. I confess today that you are my Lord. And I believe that you, you died for me on the cross. And that you have risen on my behalf for my salvation, for my salvation 
salvation. And so I put my trust in you. So I put my trust in you. I ask that from today. I ask that from today. You take over my life. You take over my life. You are the Lord of my life. You are the Lord of my life. You are the director of my life. Director of my Be life. in charge of my life. Be in charge of my I life. dedicate my life to you. I rededicate my life to you. I will live for you. I will live for you. I will serve you from now for the rest of my life. Now fill me, Lord, with your Holy Spirit. Release your Spirit upon my life, even now, in the name of Jesus. Place your hand on your head and pray for you. Those of you that pray that prayer, wherever you are, the Spirit of God will come upon you. And the power of the Most High God will overshadow you. And the Lord Jesus will be born in you. You will receive his life right in you now. Because you have confessed him. The Bible says he, that anyone who confesses Jesus as Lord. And believes in his heart that God raises him from the dead shall be saved. Lord, this one has confessed Jesus as Lord. And they have believed in their heart that you will raise him from the dead for their sake. Therefore, they are saved. Thank you for their salvation. Let the life of Christ now be better than them. Let them have that sense of the real life. Those of them that has lost it before, let there be restoration. Let there be recovery. Let there be restoration of that life as they rededicate their life to you today. In the name of Jesus Christ. Then they fill them with your Holy Spirit now. The Bible says that we may receive the promise of, of the Spirit by faith. Galatians chapter 3 verse 14. Let them begin to receive the promise of the Spirit by faith. Let them begin to receive the promise of the Spirit by faith. Let them begin to receive the promise of the Spirit by faith. Let them get connected. Let the life of Christ be better in them even now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now, I want us to begin to pray for, you know, securing and enduring God's communication network around your life. Enduring, lasting, so that you will not be losing network. You know, you know how frustrating it is. You want to make a call, there's no network. You want to hear somebody, there's no network. Can you begin to pray now and say, God, I want you to help me. These things that we have mentioned as condition of retaining your network. I want to retain your network. I want to maintain your network always. Begin to pray. That's how to hear the word of God and build faith. That's how to hear the word of God and build faith. Remember, without faith, it is not possible to please God. You must maintain a life of righteousness. You must maintain a life of righteousness. You must remain in Him. Pray for the grace to remain in Him. The Bible says, Whosoever abided in Him, whosoever abided in Him, will you pray and say, Lord Jesus, I want to abide in You. I don't want to leave. I don't want to go away. Give me the grace to remain in you. Abiding always in him. We keep you from living in sin. We make you a, a, a practice, a doer of righteousness. 
say little children, do not be deceived. He that doeth righteous, righteousness is righteous. Pray for an unending abiding in his presence. Unending abiding in Christ. Pray and say to the Lord, I don't want to move out again to commit sin. I don't want to go out again to tell lies. I don't want to go out again to, 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 to get angry and quarrel and fight. I want to remain in the circumference of your of, of, of your will. I want to be in you. I don't want my iniquities and my sin to separate me anymore from you. The force of iniquity will no longer cross your network to see from around my life. Can you say to the Lord, I surrender completely to your Lordship. You are the owner of my life. You bought me at a price. You bought me at a price. I will not live for myself again. I will live for you alone. Every step I take, every moment of the way, come and have your way in me. Pray that every love you have for the world and the things of the world, the ways of the world will die. Pray that you will not be a man, a woman that is after the world system, following their pattern, following their way of life. No, their concept is your concept. Their concept about beauty is your concept about beauty. Pray that your will be renewed to think like Christ, to live like Christ. James 1 22 says, Be you doers of the word and not hearers only. Can you cast your mind back to several words of God you have heard and you never do? Several words of God you heard and you never do. Can you pray and say, God, I'm sorry for being a hearer only deceiving myself. From today, Lord, I want you to give me grace. Pray for grace. To be a doer of the word. Even this word you have had this evening. That is a word you have heard this evening. Pray that you will start from it. And you go backward. All the word of God that God has spoken to your life. You will be a doer. When God tells you to do something, don't disobey. Do it. It is when you become a doer of the word of God. That you can expect God's communication network to cover where you are. If you are not a doer of the word, the network of God's communication will not be around your life. You will be a doer of the word of God. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. We talked about the condition of the heart and the connection of the heart. And God emphasized so much on faithfulness in financial stewardship. I don't know how you have taken that aspect of your life. Jesus said, if you are not faithful with unrighteous mammon, with money that perishes, who will commit to you the word of God, the true riches? Can you pray in that line and say, God, help me. I want to be faithful in financial stewardship. I want to be faithful in every kind of giving. In giving to the needy, in giving to the poor, in giving to the ministers, in giving to the missionaries, in giving to your work. 
in giving my tithe, in giving my plan giving, my stewardship token. Help me to be faithful so that I will always connect. If you are not faithful, God will not commit the true riches to your life. You will not hear God. You will pray and say, I want to hear God. But because you are not faithful, you will not hear God. Pray for faithfulness. Pray that you will be faithful in financial stewardship. Pray also that your heart condition will be correct. You will not have a wayside heart. Pray that if your heart is wayside, distracted, your heart will, will turn to become a good heart. Tony heart, opinions. Tony heart, cares of this life. Desire for other things. Deceitfulness of riches. That these things will be out of your heart. I want you to pray that every noise, noise around your heart will go. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, we talked about meditation on the word daily, day and night, as a way of connecting. Can you pray and say, God, from today, help me to connect day and night by meditating, fixing my heart on you and on your word. Help me to feed my heart with your word. Let the word of God be what is capturing my attention. Let my eyes not depart from it. Let me keep my heart with all diligence. So that I don't allow things, worldly things, videos, things that are defiling to enter into my heart and now form the meditation of my heart. Let your word be the meditation of my heart. So that I can build faith. Upon your word, faith comes by hearing the word. You can only hear the word when you meditate. David heard the word of God and became a man of faith by meditating always on the word. You cannot become a man of faith otherwise. It's only by 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 meditating there and Pray that the word of God will be your delight so that on it you will meditate day and night. Even when you are dreaming, when you are sleeping, you are dreaming the word of God. Even your dreams shall be the word of God. At all times I hunger. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want you to also pray about noises in the environment. Noises in the environment of your soul. That you will always quieten your soul. Your soul will not be worried and doubtful. Fear, anger, and all kinds of negative emotions blocking the voice of God in your soul and in your spirit. Can you pray and say, God, help me to learn to quieten my soul, quieten my spirit by worshiping you in spirit, singing and praying in spirit. 
reading the word of God out praying in a prolonged way keep my soul nearer in the name of Jesus. Now listen, I want to pray for you. We are, we, are, we are dealing with something very serious, very fundamental today. Very, very fundamental. It's not about excitement. I want you to know that it's not about excitement. You will notice that sometimes you want to believe God, but you cannot believe God. These are the reasons. These are the issues. You need to go back to, to these things and look at them very well. You want to believe God. I remember brothers. They know that by his stripes I am healed. They recite it, but they cannot. Your faith is not yet built on that area. The same thing with every other area. You, you cannot, you know, step out and do something serious for God. You can't do exploit. Because it takes faith to do exploit. It's about faith. Building faith. That's why these issues must be corrected. Because it can only happen by regular and clear hearing of the word. Faith! Comments by hearing. And the hearing, the word. I want to pray for you. But before I do that, I want us to sing this song. There's a particular song, you know, Nearer my God to thee. Nearer my God to thee. Nearer to thee. In though it be across that present Still on my song shall be nearer, my God, to thee, nearer to thee. Don't In a minute, just say, Lord, even in my dream, I want to be nearer. 
that stands that say, even in my dream, even in my dream, I want to be nearer. So Jacob dreamt. He was a wanderer. His rest was a stone. But in his dream, he met God. He heard God. Physically, he heard God. Will you pray and say, God, I want to be nearer. I'm praying for you now. My rest is to Yes, in my dreams I be we know that it takes being nearer to you to hear you always I pray for everyone that has listened to your word this evening and maybe those that we yet listen to it that you will cause a drawing nearer to you by the reason of all that you have shown us that will make us to be people that are hearing your word frequently and clearly always I pray that these things that you have shown us you have opened our eyes to this evening Lord we form our life the grace to practice them the grace to practice them be released unto everyone that has heard it in the name of Jesus Christ. Some of them are trusting you for one miracle or the other in their life. But the truth is that this miracle cannot come to them without faith. And for them to build faith for that miracle, they must hear the word. Because faith comes by hearing the word. And so, Father, I pray that these things you have shown us as the conditions for regular, frequent and clear hearing of your word always. Lord, become the life of all that has heard this message this evening. And those who will hear it later. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for answering this prayer. For we have prayed it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to Moment of Encounter. It was brought to you by Calvary Way Revival Labors in Ugu, Nigeria. For questions, testimonies, or comments, please do well to send an email to calvarywayrevivallabors at gmail.com. That's at calvarywayrevivallabors at gmail.com. For, to download this message and many more, and to get information concerning our programs that will be of blessing to you, please do well to visit our website at www.calvarywayonline.org. That is www.calvaryweonline.org. Also, you could like our Facebook and Telegram pages, and that's at Calvary Way Revival Labors. We'll be back same time next week on this same channel. Until then, please endeavor to put into practice God's word that you have heard today. And may the Almighty God preserve and keep you in these evil days. God bless you and good night.